So, uh, Toman, welcome to uh, Raz Music. How are you doing? Welcome to. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Everything fine, and uh, yeah, I'm really curious about what what will happen with my new bands now that I started, uh, Dawn of Ember and Mentalist. Uh, yeah, was a long time until I had stuff, you know, and uh, yeah, it looks really, really good now with Mentalist and Dawn of Ember, though Dawn of Ember is a little bit delayed, at least because we have a lot of work to do, but uh, Mentalist was busy with that stuff, Ember that started earlier than Mentalist had to delay at the end, you know, so bad luck. <laughs> so uh, Dawn of uh, Dawn of Amber is another one of uh, the, your projects, your current projects, correct? Yeah, it's not directly a project. It's it's my second band. You know, uh, I'm I'm not doing a fixed band. I'm really a band, and uh, we want to release more more albums. Want to go on tour as we will do with Mantelis too. You know, it's the same for for. Perfect. For uh, The Mentalist, uh, we, uh, we've been listening to some great songs. Uh, Freedom Thank of you. the Press is out Ooh, now, yeah. and uh, Belief is out now as well. Um, yeah. But let's, let's talk about a little bit more about the current situation. You know, uh, look at the yeah. world and what's yeah. currently going on. What do you think about this COVID-19 uh, pandemic, and uh, when is the musical world going to come back to a normal, Toman? What do you think? Nobody can really say that because we are we are led by the governments, you know, and and by our uh, states, you know, in the in the country, and uh, they have to decide over that. I think there are a lot of people thinking that way, the other ones that way, and the other ones are straight. And you know, I'm one of the persons that that is more or less standing in the middle, where I say, okay, it's a fucking dangerous thing, you know, that can happen to us there if we get it, if we, if we catch it, you know. But on the other hand, I think that people are now already taking this situation, and this is really what, what really fucks me up, you know what I mean. Uh, it, is, it has two sides, you know. Yeah? In the beginning, I think everybody was... In, uh, uh, afraid of, of the situation, you know, what could happen with that. Then they got it a little bit under control, at least in Germany, you know. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. um, yeah, but now, now the, from the state is not the correct way, you know. They, they support the big industry again, you know. But they, they let them slip on ice, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. look how you get your money, look how you get supported, you know, you are not important for us, you know? Right. That's the thing. And, and this is a thing that is not fair, I think. Yeah. Because I think if, if a band or all the artists will not <laughs> be doing their things, then a big silence will happen around us, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially in the music industry. And then let's see how everything goes forward, you know. Do you think that by maybe early uh, 2021, we're going to see bands and venues reopen and see more tours? I know it's uncertain and nobody can really say, right? Exactly. Things are developing every single day. Things change. What does a musician such as yourself do to stay afloat during these uh, difficult, difficult times? Uh, we've seen that 
You've been very active. Thank you for being very active on socials once again. You came back with uh, your uh, Drum Chamber channel on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. What else are you doing yeah. during these COVID difficult times? As we said, that I'm just supported by Mentalist in a, in a financial way at the moment that keeps me living, you know, because we have the big advantage that our boss in the band, Peter Moak, who founded, who's founding member of, member of Mentalist, and um, the financial supporter and that he keeps us living, you know. Mm-hmm. Even, let's say, in a way that we undermine anymore, invested in that band, you know. So you you can see this pumping for that band. That's the point, and he doesn't care that this band will have fun. That we all, as band members, have fun, and so. Mm-hmm. He supports us in a financial way to have me as a drummer, Kai as a guitarist, and so on and so on. You know, that's the point. Right. That's a. It's a. Then I would have a big problem. I must really say. You are you are cutting off uh, a lot, and especially in that answer. Uh, Sorry, Toman. You really cut off uh, a lot. Let me see if I can do anything on my side to make it a little better. Because it seems that you okay. become very stable sometimes, but then I lose you. Let me okay. see. Oh shit! Yeah, let me. You you were really good right now, and then okay. let me see. Uh, let me try to. I think it's the. It, it looks good here on my side. I'm gonna disconnect yeah. everything in my home. See, you look really I'm, good right I'm now. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I I can't disconnect anything more here but i know it is the internet line here from my girlfriend that is not stable always you know perfect because when i'm at home you know and i chat with her we have those problems sometimes too you know at some point Uh it's not too too often but sometimes it happens you know (laughs) i i I understand i understand um so you were telling me i think we're back a little bit more stable so you were telling me about the mentalist um how is it that you come to work with Rob Lundgren, who is uh, another person who is very active on on his uh, YouTube channel, who does a lot yeah, of vocal yeah. covers, excellent uh, vocalist. Um, I think you yeah. can really hear that in Freedom of, of the Press as well, excellent uh, vocals. Um, How did you come in contact with them and uh, create The Mentalist? A vocal teacher and a singer from a band from Saarbrücken, where Peter comes from, our band boss, you know, is good friend, and me too, meanwhile, we all are good friends with that woman, you know, and she suggested Rob for us because we were searching for the right singer for the band. And she said, hey guys, check that guy out, you know, he is fantastic, you know. And then we said, okay, wow, he has a lot, a lot of followers, you know, a lot of subscribers, you know. So. And then we were watching videos and they thought, fuck, he can sing everything. That is incredible, you know, from, I don't know, from any Japanese uh, anime shit, you know, and incredible up to, to any, I don't know, power metal stuff. Yeah, and I don't know, Bon Jovi, everything, you know, he does. And, and he sounds always great, you know, and even mm-hmm. the, the pop songs, you know, he does and, and rock stuff, progressive stuff. Everything sounds great. And we said, wow, this guy is really flexible, you know. <laughs> so we can really 
use him for a lot of styles, whatever the music will sound like at the end, you know, he would be perfect. Yeah. And then we asked him, he listened to the stuff and he directly agreed. Yeah. And he was known to to uh, sing in Reveal, you know, with, you know, heavier in, in Spain, you know, the band he, he has next to, to Mentalist. So Mentalist was, uh, yeah, the next upcoming band. And he agreed and we are really, really happy to have him, you know, without him, I think Mentalist wouldn't, wouldn't be the band it is now, you know. We we were talking about the two songs that we've uh, listened to so far. Again, uh, Freedom yeah. of the Press and Believe. Uh, what is the songwriting process for The Mentalist, uh, musically, first of all? Yeah. How are you putting together the music for The Mentalist? That happens in different ways. For the next album, it will probably look already completely different to the first time, because mm -hmm. Peter wrote a lot of songs. He had a lot of song ideas already, recorded from, I don't know, sometimes... I think 10, 15 years ago, you know, that he did already uh, in his youth, you know, he was playing guitar and practicing and uh, recording ideas. He was always a big Iron Maiden fan, Halloween fan, Blind Guardian mm -hmm. fan, you know, so it was really, yeah, a, a cool, like a coincidence that I learned to know him, you know, at any mm -hmm. point over a good friend of mine. And then he wanted to do some cover versions uh, on, on his birthday bash, you know, and then he invited me and he said, would you like to play two or three songs with other musicians from other bands, you know, and, and we played three or four songs from Black Guardian, you know, and then we did it. We had lots of fun. That's how we learned to know each other. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. And then he asked me, he said, hey, look, I have a lot of uh, songs already written. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Iron Maiden fan, and I think the band will sound a little bit in this direction, as I said, Halloween, Iron Maiden, right. Guardian, you know? Yeah. And then I said, yeah, let me listen to that, of course. Yeah, we can arrange something. Yeah, and later he asked me. Alex Landenburg was supposed to, to be the drummer for the band first, but he's very busy, you know, with, with Camelot and Raphs. He was busy, and he did a lot of uh, uh, with Syra and all that, you know. A lot of bands he does and, and very, very busy, touring a lot. So it was too busy for him already to, to stay in the band. Yeah, and, and Peter also thought that I would be the better drummer for the band at the end, not technical-wise. But um, Alex is a very progressive drummer, uh -huh. you know, very technical, progressive drummer. And, he, and Peter wanted always this punch-in-the-face drummer, you know, what I mean? <laughs> that I am more, you know? So what yes. I mean? yeah. yes, you and, are. And so he said, let's try it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I have let's, to let's ask try you. It and, and maybe it's the right way. Yeah. Toman, I have to yeah. ask you. In this party that Peter put together yeah. to play the cover songs, yeah. who else was in this band? Oh, there was a there was an opera singer, Miki Stoyanov, um, from uh, Macedonia. He comes uh, wow. uh, native. How he comes natively, or how do you say in English? He he, he uh, comes from born. there. He's he comes born. from there, right? Yeah, he's born he comes in from Mazzaro, there, right? You right. know, and lives now in Austria, and uh, great opera singer. He can also sing really metal stuff. You know, wow. was really funny. Kai, our guitarist Kai, who played in in Star Child, you know, uh, correct? He was there um, from Crystal Ball here. Uh, the singer, uh, oh God. 
I forgot the name now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put you in the spot. Fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, fuck. The, the singer from Crystal Ball. I forgot his name now. It's incredible. I played already with him. I'll put it in, in the subtitles, uh, Tillman. I'll put it in the subtitles. Don't okay, worry. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wes. Yeah, Peter himself, you know, of course. Uh, okay. And, uh, ah, yeah, and, and um, here... Um, my God, I forgot all the name. And other folks, don't worry about it. <laughs> Romana, Romana, I think she's called. She's uh, uh, um, the singer who who suggested um, Rob for us for the band. Oh, I see the, the, the vocal the coach. Singer, yeah, from got from it. Anastasia, right? Anastasia, so, right? The singer and, uh, and the guitarist from from her too was with us. Uh, it's it's uh, her husband. Um, who else was? I don't remember. <laughs> other people. Other people, right? Yeah. Ah, so, Alex was. Oh, Alex, Alex Landenburg was with us. Too. Alex like, yeah, he was with us was too. there. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a big party. It was a big party. Yeah. It was like <laughs> four, four, I think 400 invited guests or something oh, like that. Wow. In a, in, a, in a concert venue where usually a lot of concerts happen, but they closed that. that uh, um, shop, you know, or the, that venue for concerts, mm -hmm. more or less. And now there are only like private parties happening, you know. Oh. So Peter used that that uh, situation and he said, "Okay, I will rent it for that day." You know, and it was incredible, a great day. And he did it already two times there in that venue, and a third time already. Meanwhile, in another venue. You cool. have to invite me once, Tillman. You have to invite me at least once. Yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> next time, man. <laughs> next time. So, Tillman, yeah. uh, I want to ask you. You told me about the musical uh, writing. Uh, what about the the lyrics to the songs? We're listening to very. Uh, it, it was a long time since we heard a power metal band talk about real political issues, talk yeah, about yeah. what's going on in the real world at the moment, Toman. How are you putting together these lyrics and who's putting together these ideas to talk about what's going on in the world delivered through the music of The Mentalist? This is this is mainly Peter, Anthony, mm -hmm. who, who had this idea to talk about that issue. And uh, it, not the complete album is about political stuff, you know? Um, okay. You will see when the album comes out. Uh, Peter could explain better what's happening exactly there, lyrical-wise. Okay, <laughs> but uh, I was I was not a big friend of, of doing this. You know where I come from. I come from right. the fantasy scene with Blind Guardian, and I never was a big friend of political stuff in music. But I think right. sometimes you are at the point where you have to do that because, especially we artists, we are the only people that can go up on stage and tell the people this is right or this is wrong. You know what I mean? That's exactly the point that's happening there. And that's uh, right. if we don't do that, yeah. Look, a lot of artists uh, uh, um, here from the Hollywood scene, for example, you know, mm -hmm. um, they talk bad about Trump or some talk maybe good about him, you know. Everybody is supporting anyone in a, in a special way. And I think it's everybody's own right to do that. Everybody has a different opinion about stuff going on in the world. Uh, I, for sure, in the beginning, when when Trump was elected, for example, mm -hmm. 
I was surprised. I was very surprised that he really won the election. Me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't believe and, it. Yeah, me, me neither. And, and believe me. And then I started thinking the other way. And I said, okay, let him show what he can do. Maybe he's it's not that bad as everybody expects. But then he showed, <laughs> showed his other face, you know. And I said, fuck, man. You had every possible way to show the world that you are not an idiot. You know what exactly. I mean? And that yeah. you can. But you showed even more now that you are an idiot than you, <laughs> you know, as, as everybody could have thought, you know. Than before. So yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not... Uh, one who is like he does everything wrong i think the problem is that trump now gets completely punished for everything he did bad you know That's what right. i mean yeah and if he does a good thing nowadays suddenly if he would do one good thing people would still punish him for the punish him for that That's right you know it would be because overshadowed they would not see the difference exactly it would be overshadowed Overshad That's exactly right. and this is what happens always in the politics you know if in america if in turkey in, in germany it doesn't matter where and this is our statement from the band people are complaining about us what do you want from trump trump is a good one you know comes from the states especially from the south states you know but mm -hmm. i must tell you this is not what we are saying there we the the how do you say it in English that everybody can say open what he thinks you know and that yeah. you are not restricted in any way freedom this of what expression we want to give as freedom of expression exactly yeah that's, that's right. what we want to show to the world that this is the right way and that we support that you know it's not that we want to kill Trump for what he says <laughs> or does he should do his, his own shit and he will get his thank you from the people any day if that's he does right. the wrong thing, you know, and that's, that's right. As as Angela Merkel in Germany also would get the thank you for the wrong things she did. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's pretty easy. We are not talking about Trump or or um, um, here, how's he called in Turkey now? Um, uh, I forgot it again. I, I'm getting old, you see. Erdogan, Erdogan, Erdogan in Turkey, you know. Not a big friend of this guy, you know, but people in Germany, they elect him from Germany and the people in Turkey, they don't elect him. You know what I mean? Sometimes right. less than people in Germany do. So what a fucking strange world is that we are living it's in? It's a strange you know? world that we yeah. live in. So that's yeah. why without without getting too political, Toman, when, <laughs> when is the release date of freedom uh, freedom of speech? When is, uh, when is it finally going to get released? Freedom of the I press. I can tell you it was planned for another point, but we had to arrange some new stuff now okay. and some things got changed. So the final release date is now 28th of August. 28th of August. I've been looking Second. forward for this album, especially after that uh, little snippet that you showed us. Uh, I've been watching the videos yeah. on the Mentalist YouTube. We're going to put the link to the Mentalist YouTube so everybody can subscribe. It's uh, two great songs. Again, Freedom of the Press and Belief that we're listening yeah. to. Great vocals, great drums by, of course, Tommy Thank you, um, you You said something right now that really stuck to my head. I've been listening to you since I was very young. I am 33 years old now, but since I was very young, I started okay. listening to you, Toman. And you said you Thank are a drummer you. that's like a punch in the face. Yeah, you're yeah, a drummer right. 
That's exactly. There is something very particular about you that studying your music, I've picked up on. I don't know what to call it, but I've called it the Thoman double bass riff, which you, (laughs) I, I think you know what I'm talking about. It's a it's a it's a riff in your double bass that you usually revisit in a lot of songs. Yeah. You did it in Blind Guardian. You did it in Savage yeah. Circus. Yeah. I studied that riff. I think I play it right, but okay. I'm not quite sure. But I want to tell <laughs> you, and I want to ask you, how is it for a drummer such as yourself in a genre very difficult as it's power yeah. metal? How did you marry? And how did you be, how did you come to stick to that Toman riff with a double bass riff that you use in so many songs? Because trust me, it sounds so good. When Savage Circus I came back, you. when Savage Circus came back, I was eager to yeah. hear that riff in that album, and I heard it, and yeah. I was very happy. Yeah. How did you write that, and how did you stick with it all over these years, Toman? I think you. What you mean is this 16th figure I'm playing. It's a 16th where figure. Under the snare, where under the... Uh, it's like a normal double bass, but it is not. I just play like 16th mm-hmm. snare without a bass drum under A double beat on the right foot and then the left one followed on the left hand. Right. Snare, right, right, left. Snare, right, right, left. And this I play in a horrible speed sometimes. Because with a normal double bass, with the pressure that I play the double bass completely out of, I would be so fast tired at at the point, you know, that live, I was like, fuck, fuck, what can I do? I have my tongue already hanging here, you know, like, (laughs) fuck, I come still so much double bass, you know. And then I tried, that was like coincidence, you know what I I tried to fake the bass drum and I said, okay, I knew that I could do a fast double hit on the right foot. I said, okay, what if I do snare, right, right, left, snare, right, right, left, snare, right, right, left, you know, and then, you know, like that. And then it sounded cool. It had something special. I said, wow, that has a a special drive. I I learned later to use this as a normal rhythm. That's right. You know? Uh, or riff, as you say, you know, and I said, okay, that sounds even cool on albums if you use it in special parts, because a straight double bass, 16th, yeah, single beat, single beat, followed by snare on one or three or two and four, sounds still different than snare bass from bass from uh, bass from, you know? That that very minor pause that you give gives it so much weight and exactly. build even exactly. to the guitars it gives it such yeah. weight yeah. and the bass as well it's such such a powerful i think i first uh picked it up on on your drums on the um you pr- i'm sure you did it before but your drums on imaginations from the other side uh, are, are to be considered in my opinion one of the best drum albums that i've ever listened to because it's so solid you, uh, you. It, it, it gives so much weight and oomph, and yeah, it's like yeah. a punch in the face. Yeah, yeah right. every single song, it's like a punch in the face. Yeah, that's right. uh, so, uh, how did you? Um, has it become your signature sound, Toman? Has it become something that you bring to the music that you play every time? 
I think so, yeah. I think yeah. that that especially this this rhythm I explained now is one of the biggest signature parts in my completely drumming. That uh, and I can tell you every student for, for drumming that comes to me, maybe online or locally, you know, in my in my room. The first question that comes, wait, I have one question. Um, that's that's one thing I really want to learn from you. There is something you do on the bass drum. I, I still didn't find out what's happening exactly there, you know? And it's always this rhythm. And I remember right. I had one I had one student that now is gone. He doesn't come anymore because he was so good already, you know, when he came to me already. And I was like, fuck, guy, you are so young. You are 22 years old now. And you play now already as I did with 30 or something, you know? And this is wow. incredible. You have so much. You have taken my fucking style for breakfast, man. What did you do then? <laughs> and then he said, yeah, yeah, I did. I must really tell you, I did, but there's one thing. And then he asked about that rhythm, you know? And then I, I showed him, and I showed him, and I showed him. He said, play it again, play it again. And I, did, I said, yeah, like that. And then he did it almost. Almost. There's still something in the accent different, you know? Right. My first beat on the double hit, on the right foot, is harder than the second one. You do it like, do do, and I play, do do, you know? You know, the first one is more accent. <laughs> yeah. And that, in a roll, sounds completely different when you are on a fast roll, like, you know what I mean? That's right. That's, That's right. right. It's, uh, there's magic. He tried there's magic. To do that. Exactly. Right. And at that point, I was still... Uh, giving lessons and giving classes in another room in, in Duisburg where I live, and uh, and I remember it was on the first floor, and when he did it, finally right now, now you have it, man. Fuck, now you have it. He he jumped off behind the drums, ran down all the stairs, and was standing outside. Said, finally, I have it. <laughs> you know, I said, okay, now we can stop with the classes. You know? yeah. <laughs> that was so we were laughing so much. Man. That was really nice guy. Very, it's, very kind it's, guy. Uh, it's really amazing how you've carried this uh, across many years, Toman. Uh, you are quite the legend in power metal. Uh, you started... Uh, one of the most, you are, you are, and you started one of the most influential bands in power metal, which is obviously Blind Guardian, the most iconic band out there. Uh, and then you went off to do some incredible projects, you know, with Ar Iron Savior, you were with them, you did Savage Circus, one of my personal favorites, uh, Cold Seed, you were also with Sirius Black, and obviously now The Mentalist. Uh, but uh, we've, uh, you know, you have a lot of fans out there that love Blind Guardian, and uh, we don't we don't want to get too much into it, but we want to ask you. Um, we know that the real the reason, and it's been overstated in several publications across the years. We're not going to ask you the same thing, Toman. This is not your classic <laughs> old uh, metal interview, as you already noticed. Yeah, um, so know. you know, we know that uh, it was due to musical differences. You kind of you wanted to maintain. Uh, the true essence of uh, the, uh, the the power metal blind guardian style that uh, took you to fame, that rose you to fame as a musician. Um, and then uh, A Night of the Opera gets released. As a, a true fan of your music, we could tell that it was, I don't, I don't want to say overproduced, but there was uh, a lot of layers to the music. Yeah. It was a lot of yeah. voices yeah. that Hansi brought in, a lot of different yeah. drum tracks that uh, were you could tell were there. 
Uh, it was yeah. clear when yeah. you performed some of these songs live how you had to yeah. modify the song to a certain extent uh, to make it not fit, but to make it more tolerable in the live scenery. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about, ultimately, A Night at the Opera, many years after now that it has been released, and uh, about the albums that came after, about the current state of Blind Guardian? What do you think? I must tell you, I, I'm always a very honest person in, in this way, you know. Um, I hate to lie to people, you know what I mean? I hate lies. And this is what I really teach my own children, you know. Amen. I said, don't lie. I hate it, you know. Tell me whatever you want. We can talk about but don't lie, yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is the same I do to my old band members from Lion Garden, if they like it or not. And I told them personally, I said, guys, it is not... not my cup of tea anymore you know what i mean uh do you say it in in english in, in america my cup okay, of it's tea. not my cup of like, tea yeah yeah okay yeah. okay uh, i said it's really in, in a musical way really high level without doubt you know without a doubt it, it is a big level that they really present there but what really for me personally is blind guardian got lost in the last years and this is the big choirs that like a Valhalla you know what I mean imaginations from the other side easy being being able to sing that chorus easily exactly. in a concert the exactly. new stuff is too too intelligent already you know what I mean mm -hmm. I don't want to Worse, just too intelligent, too too highly um, arranged and intricate. You know what it I has, mean? It's, it has a yeah. lot of orchestra parts, a lot of uh, a lot yeah. of uh, musical uh, breaks, perhaps uh, for uh, you yeah. know. Exactly. I I, I, I yeah. think I understand. It's become more of a musical score approach, in my opinion. Exactly. Exactly. It is more right. for me. It is like. Black and Guardian nowadays does dream theater. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Let's say it this way. You know what I mean? Right. Dream theater is a great, great band. It's not a problem, you know? But what I never liked in dream theater is when they got too complicated and too progressive, you know? Right. I like right. more the easy stuff, you know? Look, for example, with the old singer, dream theater with the old singer in the first album, when Dream, when dream and Day Unite. Uh -huh. I love this album because it has melodies inside right. that are so incredible. Yeah? And Images and Words was a great album too, you know, with the other singer. But later, they got more and more complicated. Then Awake was a cool album again for me. Mm -hmm. Then it was like a punch in the face more, you know, much more <laughs> heavier. And, and all the other stuff, very experimental. And this is what Black Guardian nowadays is compared to the old Black Guardian time. Correct. But I accept this, but it was not my key anymore, you know. I don't say it is bad, as I said, you know, it is not bad, but it is not my cup of tea anymore. I want Blank Guardian the way I know them from the times when I played in the band. This is what I loved on Blank Guardian. The, the great melodies, the, the great big choirs where you said, I cannot stand there and say, I don't sing with the other guys. You know what I mean? That's right. In yeah. the new stuff, I have the feeling you can do that. You can stand there and say, okay, I just, you know, that's about the band itself. Right. 
doesn't understand it, I think, because they feel it in a different way. Mm -hmm. They've just developed in a, in a different way. You know what I mean? I so think it's, it's not more in a bad way. Do you think that? Uh, yeah. Do you think that they there uh, there will be a time? Uh, I mean, you know your uh, fellow uh, ex band members more than anybody else. I think out there, uh, uh, we yeah. see that a lot of musicians, especially in the in the power metal world, they try to maybe experiment with perhaps a couple, uh, uh, some genres that they had, that they always wanted to experiment with. Maybe it was a dream that they had, maybe it was a goal, an objective that they had. Do you, do you see Blind Guardian coming back to its roots, Toman? Or do you see, do you see them continuing their orchestral uh, uh, route that they've taken so far and will continue to do so? I would say if they get back on any album to, to the old roots, it would be pure coincidence if it happens it's i know my old band members for that that they will not stand there and say okay let's do, do an album that sounds like the old they are not made for this because they always wanted already in the early years they wanted to develop but there we did it in a different way we had still more possibilities but if you already at least released about 10 albums and you still have to develop with every album need to make any cut maybe probably you know at any point and this is what maybe happened with them they didn't know how to develop their own old roots anymore so they did the next step and i know that my old band members always are good for a big surprise you know that is the mm -hmm. point uh, if you think you know them they will teach you that you didn't know them you know what i mean <laughs> that's these are my old band members yeah but that's that's what what is really very positive on that band you know because right good for everything suddenly you know what doesn't come tomorrow can be next year you never know you never know it's always a surprise getting away from the blind guardian topic and asking you about uh this pr uh project that uh hansi has uh demons and wizards just out of curiosity, have you listened to it? Yeah, I've listened to that. I like it. Uh, I you like say, it? Yeah, I like it. It, it is different. The third album now is really different than very different. The, the, the two first ones. Yeah, very different, but still good. Still good. It has something special, I think. I don't like every song on the album. A few ones. I must listen more to that. I didn't have the time the last, the last month, you know. Two right. or weeks to listen too much to that, you know. But uh, I will listen more times to that. And what I heard so far, I heard it already completely, you know, two times I think. And and in between, just there a single song, there a single song, and I really like it. But there are two three songs on it where I say, nah, they don't sound too catchy for me. You know what I mean? They are not I agree. in the face. I you know? agree. But I on, think the, uh, on the old ones, yeah. almost every, every song is anyhow really cool. You know? You're you're absolutely right. Yeah. I, I think I, I like him a whole lot too. Um so moving moving on and talking about you know the power metal world and the power metal universe, it's uh, to yeah. me it's almost like the Marvel universe, Toman. They're superheroes yeah. and they're they're in different areas and all that, but you work with so many of them. Uh how do, how was it like to work with uh and this was back uh, uh, back when 
back in the probably in the not in the beginning of your career, but uh, in the early years. How was it like to work with power metal pioneers Kay Hansen and Piet Sielk during the Iron Saver days? How was that? Uh, there are some persons I really don't like to talk too much about uh, about anymore. <laughs> Because I'm really disappointed by a lot of people that I worked with, too, believe me. And uh, probably they would say the same about me, but uh, usually I'm also not a person who likes to, to talk bad publicly, you know, and uh, about other people. I just can tell you uh, that in Aaron Savior, uh, yeah, with, with Pete, I don't have the, bad rela uh, the best relation anymore, you know. Uh, and that has reasons I don't want to talk about it anymore, you know. That, okay. uh, I can just tell you it's like that. You know, and uh, I have my reasons for that. Uh, and in serious black, it's the same. You know, in serious black, it's because uh, uh, of of Mario Lochot, the the boss from serious black. Uh, also, not really good anymore. So, no though the rest of the band are really kind guys, you know, and and even Mario was a cool guy in the beginning when I learned to know him, you know. But uh, uh -huh. later, later he, yeah. He came out with a with a character that I really could not support anymore, you know, and with bad words against me that uh, were about Blind Guardian that I will never forget him, you know. So, um, yeah, yeah, it is uh, just like personal things yeah. that happen in uh, in the world yeah. of metal, you know, personal between musicians. It, yeah, exactly. It happens uh, between musicians, especially when it when it when it uh, when when the reason is uh, uh, or the matter is money you know then friends become friends can become enemies very fast you know and oh, i'm not yeah. a, a person who likes to be ripped off so easy you know that's oh of course not you're a you're a, you're a, you're a stand-up guy <laughs> okay. you're a stand-up and a very yeah. kind guy so we can tell that we can tell thank you we can tell tobin so uh this yeah. leads us to the next question which i guess you just answered um yeah. is there a person in metal that you really enjoyed working with Uh, and now, has there been someone that you had a really hard time working with? So I guess, who did you have a really hard time work? I mean, sorry, who did you have a really good time working with in metal? Who's one of your best buddies out there in the power metal world? No, I don't think too hard, Tobin. One of the, yeah, one of the best things I've, I've ever, or the best persons I've ever worked with, he's such an incredible, kind guy. Is Björn Speedstrid from Soilwork, where he was saying on Cold Seat. Yeah, uh, he is such a kind guy. It's incredible. We had such a great time. Yeah, and yeah, without a doubt, uh, my old band members with Black Guardian. You know, it, it, we had such a long time you know, working together. Yeah, um, I mean, we had our bad times as we had our good times. You know, but I think sure. uh, it's like. A, In a marriage, you know what I mean. <laughs> It's the same <laughs> shit, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, time. Yeah, of yeah. course. And uh, people say always oh, a band that is together for such a long time, they have really a relation to a to a marriage. You know what I mean? To a couple that is married. You know. That's yeah, right. That's no. Absolutely. So, Tomen, uh, besides besides drums, um, you know, getting away from the drums. What are your passions? Uh, do you what are you doing for fun during the quarantine besides working on on your drum channel? Uh, what are some of your passions? Perhaps sorry, sport? sorry, man. What? Let me let me correct myself. What I really forgot now to say that is really important because they would be I think they would be disappointed if I don't say 
Of course, all the guys in Mentalist and Dawn of Embers, <laughs> they are my best friends. They're really my best friends, you know what I mean? We are having such a great time when we work together, or if we meet and start working or something. It is incredible, you know. We we are really best friends. It's it's incredible. It's a, it's One a of fresh, the, the, fresh new the relationship. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is, for sure. Really. I'm really happy to be there in the band. In, in both bands, you know, it's it's a yeah. mm -hmm. so, so sorry to interrupt you. It's question. fine. Going to your question, going to the next question. Uh, <laughs> some of your passions, Tillman. Uh, what are you doing during the quarantine besides the drums, uh, sports, games, puzzles? What are you doing to keep sane during this time? I, uh, yeah, but COVID stopped me in that too. I like to to do gym, you know, uh, like to the gym center, you know, a little bit to keep myself a little bit more, more in shape, you know, because I'm I'm getting older, you know what I mean. So. Um, we all have to do something. You, you, know, you look good, man. Shape you look good. Stuff. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, but I'm, I, I don't go to the gym center since over half a year now already, you know. So, um, but really, yeah, uh, that's some science, you know. <laughs> so, but I will, I, I will pick it up, you know, no problem. <laughs> sure. Do you watch any yeah. uh, 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 football on, on TV or do you play any football? Or? No, 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 no. This not I so much? Oh, I'm not the biggest soccer uh, uh, fan. Um, yeah, I I have some, uh, how do you say, um, like a championship where you can vote for the games, you know, for the Bundesliga oh, yeah. we have here. Right, you know? right. I right. do with my brother-in-law, you know, the man of yeah. my sister. So he he's always, he's a big Bayern München fan. Bayern München fan, I'm of course. Dortmund fan. Yeah, and I am, and I am BVB Dortmund, you know. And uh, <laughs> this is like a... Like a, a rivalry, challenge. you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> a challenge, exactly. rivalry, a challenge. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, yeah. So, uh, um, Tobin, uh, we wanted... Besides my Tobin drum chamber no? and all that. You know, right, 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 right. Yeah. Of course. Um, and uh, you practice a lot. Do you still practice? Uh, how many times a week are you practicing? I'm not the biggest practicer guy. I'm a guy who takes the... who puts his fucking ass behind the drum set when... And he needs to do it because I have to do something. But I'm not the guy who sits and says, oh, I practice this and this. That's boring for me. You know what I mean? I always need right. to have something musical-wise, like a challenge where I have to play to. And this is where I develop my style. You know what I mean? That's uh, Or my, my, my skills. Yeah? Right, right, right. That's, that's, so, that's my way of playing drums. So we have a we have a section, Toman, where uh, where we uh, we have users from the internet submit questions uh, on our social yeah, media yeah. from uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Reddit, and we have a couple yeah. of really interesting questions okay. that uh, came about here. Uh, we're going to start off with Reddit uh, from uh, Headless Circus. He asks, uh, "How does he look? How do you look back at the Savage Circus era? Did you like the music?" Yes. Did you like the creative process? And how was your chemistry between members of the band? Now, you answer a couple of things, but if you just yeah. want to brush over what we just mentioned, how was how was the Savage Circus era for you? It was a great band. Well, with Emil and Jens, I still have a good relation. You know, we, we still write over Facebook or Instagram sometimes. 
And um, yeah, usually before I started with Serious Black, I wanted to uh, do a kind of revival of, of Seven Circus, you know, just without Pete then, you know. We wanted to do that, but uh, the problem is that, that Jens is really, really busy and takes a lot of time, you know, to come up with stuff. And and now he doesn't live so near to Emil anymore than Sweden, you know. So it was always like an 80 to 100 kilometer drive for him, you know, to, to, to meet with him. So right. finally, I was tired of that, that situation. I said, I cannot, I cannot go on with that, you know. I didn't want that. I was sitting with our new uh, guitarist, uh, like the replacement for Pete. It was Toto Hein at that time. He comes from a city half an hour away from my city where I live. So, okay. um, yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. And we met a couple of times and we're really writing cool songs for that, you know. And yeah, finally, we were both so tired of that situation that we said, okay, that doesn't make sense anymore, you know. And then I tried to talk to, to Jens again and tried to talk to Emil again. And Emil was always still in a good mood and said, hey, I will, I will make Jens work. And even for Persuader, I have mm -hmm. my problems with him because he has so less time, you know. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then as I heard, Jens uh, was even like, I don't know if he was divorced or just in love with a girlfriend and he has a son with her and then he had to take care of his son. What I can handle. He was, he was just busy. Yeah. He was busy. All of the course, time. of course. Right. But yeah. I had to, I had to look the, the truth in the eye, you know, and say, it doesn't make sense for me if I want to get forward with any band, you know? So of course I switched over to, to another thing then. Yeah, at that time, Mario Lochert came with Serious Black. And uh, yeah, and I did that job. And then I got fucked up, you know, by my own girlfriend who split up with me exactly at the time when we wanted to do concerts. Ooh. I was completely broken, you know. And then I had I canceled concerts with that. Yeah, women can really destroy your life, believe me. If they you can really do some damage. Like me, you know? <laughs> yeah, they can do yeah, some and, harm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly the point. Yeah, and then... Uh, yeah, the same shit happened again. Now this year, she's she's split up with me the second time because I took her back in 2015. You know, because I have a yeah. And now I'm happy. I have my, my new girlfriend here in Chemnitz, and I'm really happy with her. You know, very good. And my very daughter is happy. Uh, yeah, and that keeps me really keeps my head up now. You know, and and I'm looking forward to all the activities with Mantelist, Don Ember that will come up in the next month and years. You know. Perfect. So. Let's go with another. Let's go with another <laughs> question, Toman, uh, from yeah. uh, Little Dandelion. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl. Little Dandelion. Um, what was the hardest Blind Guardian song that you played or that you had difficulty writing writing uh, drum parts for? So I guess uh, uh, playing live, uh, playing live, what was the most difficult, and writing drum parts for? I'm guessing it was something on uh, I Night at the Opera. What do you think? What was the? Yeah, the I think writing writing drum parts for 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 any album was was for sure a night at the opera. Yeah, mm -hmm. in some songs for sure, because uh, punishment, for example, is a very hard song to I play. Knew, like. it, I knew, I knew it was that song. <laughs> yeah, because there is a lot of double bass with a lot of power in it. You know, the completely chorus part is double bass. You know, and as you know. If you listen to my stuff, you know that I'm not the double bass player that plays from the beginning to the end, double bass. Correct, in the song, correct, you know? correct. So if there comes a song, if there comes up a song that has so much double bass in it, as it has with, with Punishment Divine, even for me, it is very difficult and, and um, yeah, energy uh, uh, 
costing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's consuming. Yeah, it a lot of energy. It's consuming. It's uh, it's very energy uh, consuming. Yeah, exactly. It's energy yeah. consuming. I gotta tell you that intro, yeah, Toman. Did you write that <laughs> intro with the? Yeah. It's so yeah. good, man. So strong. <laughs> great you. intro. <laughs> it's a great intro. We have another question this time from Facebook. Um, from Oscar Inojosa. What was the scariest thing that happened to you on the road? Being in a concert, the scariest thing. Maybe a symbol fell, you broke uh, the snare, uh, something happened. Maybe it was in the studio. The scariest thing. I think the scariest thing for me was Wacken Open Era 2002. It mm. was a great show. I think 60,000 people, we were doing headliner there. And I, well, I caught a cold before that. I was so sick that day. And that was one of the, the first concerts where we played live and then there was silent, this 14-minute track. Right. And I really was anyway song. already, you know, like worrying about my performance on that song because it is energy consuming yeah. too because of 14 minutes in a row. Yeah, And there are a lot of, yeah, like, speed changing rhythm mm -hmm. changing parts in it that were already difficult on the album but live yeah to to play it live is even more complicated you know and uh, i was really afraid of i would not be able to 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 have so much energy to get through that concert you know because i was really so sick with fever everything you know i had such a head you know and uh, and i was any so much fun playing there yeah still because of the crowd the crowd was incredible it was in amazing you know you you were watching you know to the end and you didn't find an end you know what i mean of people right you, you saw yeah. already all the the big shops where they bought where they sold t-shirts food oh, and food and merchandise beer behind that yeah right. right and people were still behind that they were standing you know it was one of, one of the most impressive situations i've, I've ever lived you know wow. and uh, yeah and and i think that was really very scary for me you know that that i would not have been able to to get through that concert it was one of the most important ones on that tour you know right and, and right. on the other hand i my drum my drum uh, 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 roadie my drum roadie uh-huh he he was taking part at that day and told me that day that he will leave to Berlin. I said, what the fuck are you doing? What, where are you leaving to? Yeah, I have to go. Who who will get millionaire? I'm in the first round and I have to get that chance. Yeah, but after that, I have a new drum pack. Believe me, you know, if you leave me on that important show today. Uh, even Hansi was really pissed that day. Yeah. And I said, this is one of the most important shows and you want to promise me you stay with me on the tour. It doesn't matter what happens, you know. And now on the most important show, you want to leave me for that shit, I said. And it's not even like a final round. It was like one of the first rounds where they elect him to, to take part in the show or not, you know. Oh, and man. I was like, I no, no, I have a good replacement i have a good replacement for you he said you know uh and yeah the the, the sub person, you know he did a great job that and i knew him right he, he's right. a really uh, jungle is a nice guy but he was not my drum tech that was the most important show of for course. me 
I was sick, you know, and then he left me, you know, and I was so pissed that day. And Hansi told me even, I would forbid him to go. I would forbid him. But it's your decision. But I'm always such a kind guy in this way, you know, and I said, come on, leave, but be right back for the show, you know. Right. And he right. was back for the show. So oh, he was back. Drunk, you know. Did, did he win? He was back. He yeah, win? He was back. Yeah. No, no, he didn't. No. He <laughs> didn't. And when I was out of blind, when I was out of blind guarding, when I left the band, years later, he took part a second time. And then he was really in the show. <laughs> he was really in the show. And I think he did something like, as far as I remember, 32 or 64,000 euros he did. Oh, That's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, not Good bad. for him. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, man, that, that was, those were our questions from the internet. Uh, we're going go, we're gonna go down to our last two questions. Uh, we like to okay. ask these. To all of our guests that come here through uh, through our, our our channel, thank you so much for being a part of this, Toman. Once again, this is a a dream come thank true. You, we, we we are <laughs> fans of music. We are fans of music. We are fans of metal, and uh, to have a conversation with you is just incredible. It really makes it oh, a man. it's it's a great yeah, opportunity thank that you're given. <laughs> I'm so, an old person as ever. Everybody, yes, believe me. Yeah. <laughs> you're, no just, about it. <laughs> you're just a drummer that punches in the face. That's, that's exactly. What you're yeah. So let let me ask you something. If you had the power to make a super band, right? A super band. Who would yeah. be your dream team? So build it from the back to the front. You can be the drummer if you want. If you want to have another drummer, that is fine. From the back to the front, keyboards, no keyboards, violin, no violin, whatever you choose. Who would be your super band? Dead or alive, it doesn't matter. I think on drums, uh -huh. I would take Simon Phillips or Scott Rockfield from Queensryche. Okay. Rhythm guitar. Or Phil Collins. <laughs> also. Or, or Phil Collins, yeah. You're not asking for yeah, much. Yeah, on drums. Yeah. 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 And on rhythm guitar, I think I would take... James Hetfield. James Hetfield on rhythm guitar. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. How about lead? Yeah. Who'll be doing your solos? Uh, lead, guitar, lead guitar, I think I would take... Andre or Kai, Andre, Andre Orbis from Line Guardian or Kai Hansen from from uh, or, Kai, or Kai Hansen because yeah, they incredible. because they play my favorite melodies really that is I must really say this is the thing that Andre from Line Guardian really he has a feeling for fucking good melodies really and to Kai is more the improvisation guy he can take a guitar and. Play a guitar solo and you are dying because it sounds so great, you know. But Andre is more the guy who takes like, okay, this is this part I play this, this is this part I play this, and then he combines all those parts. But he has a special feeling to do that, and this kind of, of yeah, leading the tunes from each tune to the other, right, is very special in Andre. I must really say, I, I love this. That, that's where I really love always on Andre, you know. That is maybe Andre is also not the best technical guitar player, as I am not the best technical drummer, you know. But mm. it's like song support, extremely song supporting what he does, you know. Right, and right. This, that's why I think, this, yeah. 
And uh, of course, there are a lot of other guitarists that would be great lead guitarists to know. John Schaeffer would be a great rhythm guitarist. John Schaeffer would be a great rhythm guitarist. Yeah. yeah. He's incredible. Yeah. He's, he's so special in that. And uh, yeah, well, I think James Hetfield and John Schaeffer have something similar. Yeah, they do. Some points. I think so. Yeah. Big, big forearms, too, with the exactly. with a speed picking. Yeah. It's so exactly. who would sing, exactly. Tolman? Who would sing in your band? Who would be the singer and frontman? Singer? Pooh. I think if he would be in old shape as a young Rob Halford, Judas Priest, okay. one of my favorite ones. And uh, yeah, I would say if not Rob Halford, then it is for sure Freddie Mercury. For God's sake, you know, but uh, yeah, of course, Freddie Mercury or even Adam Lambert. Yeah, Adam Lambert is for me one Adam of the Lambert. best yeah. living singers of our times at the moment. I know some people would like to kill me now for that sentence <laughs> and, and would tell me, Yeah, would tell me nobody can replace Freddie. Believe me, I right, was always right. saying, Adam is the only one I saw singing Queen stuff even better than Freddie. Getting the tunes better than Freddie. Freddie did it maybe in a special way. And he was not always right in tune 100%. When you see videos from him, you know, but that's the fucking tunes. This guy is incredible. He is, he is. so good. He is incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Now, one question, uh, Tomin, that we would like to ask you. And um, it um, uh, again, uh, think about it. I'm sure you've thought about it before. But if you weren't in music, if you were not a drummer, what would you be doing for a living? I think I don't, I'm not able to do something else really anymore. It would be a big fight with myself, believe me, to do a normal day job nowadays, really. It would be a big fight with myself because like self-employed over all those years, you know, and I, and, and I, I even got support already by job center and all that, you know. I went through really bad times. You know, already right. when left my guardian, all that shit. You know? But it's normal. I'm not the only one who does this. You know, just other people right. don't be so honest and talk about it. I do. I don't care. You know what I mean? Because I say everybody can get from the top and fall down to the bottom very soon. You know, very fast. Right. And that's what happened to me at the, at the time when I left my guardian, you know? Mm -hmm. And nowadays, uh, I'm really happy to have Peter who supports me in that way. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's not easy sometimes. At some points, uh, doing my drum classes, giving my drum classes, you know, keeps me alive too, you know, and all that. So definitely music. There's yeah. no, no alternative. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be, an, it wouldn't be another lifestyle. Music. Definitely music, yeah. Got it. Tomin, I want to thank uh, you. I was a I was a roofer, you know, before I was a musician, you know, in my father's company, you know, but you, yeah, you yeah, I was a roofer. Yeah. Yeah, I was a roofer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if you heard, but uh, your fellow uh, countryman, Uli, is a uh, cow carpenter. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. About, yeah. Do, do you still talk to him? I talked to him some years ago. Hmm. And then he talked me and he said he wanted to pick up some drum stuff probably you know but uh, i never 
followed that, but I think he never did at the end, right? He didn't pick up it. Uh, anymore, uh, right? the no, I no. Right now, I think he was doing. Uh, he's got a project, but he's been quite silent. Uh, a while back, okay. he did something okay. with uh, Timo Tolki from uh, with Symphonia and uh, and Andre Matos, but uh, that that also uh, disappeared. But you know, uh, God knows, probably he comes back to the metal world as well. Yeah, would be great. Would be great. If right. Also- it's a big question, but uh, I mean, he also doesn't get younger, you know, as me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. But uh, yeah, let's let's pray and hope that mm-hmm. time will be with us, you know, and we will still have a lot of time to do this fantastic job, you know. That would be great. I That's really, right. Thank you. It's one of my biggest wishes, you know. Thank you so much yeah. for uh, this interview, Toman. Uh, thank you thank so you. much for taking the time and sharing. Thank, Thank you, you for your for all your support, my friend. That is really, really appreciated, my friend. <laughs> really. Thank really. you.